So my kids, they go to a charter school. And, um, you know, my wife and I made this decision together. Granted, uh, I'm very grateful because she's the one who did all the research and pretty much picked it out by herself. But um, when she presented it to me and we looked it over, we made the decision as a couple. But I'm very, very blessed that she was so willing to go so deep and learn learn what the school is all about and, you know, be, be cautious. And that was, that was really what it came down to. We were just being cautious because... The public school system, specifically in America, and I guess even more pinpointed to South Texas, in my opinion, uh, well, it's a circus, you know, it's, it's a bit of a mess. And, um, you know, I, I say that as a whole, and I may, maybe that offends some people, and I'm not trying to. Uh, I'm sure there's some very, very, very good schools out there that know exactly what they're doing, and they're sharp and organized, but I don't see that a lot, in the, at least in the schools that I'm experienced with. And, and I, I've, I've worked at a, a few schools, you know, I've done, uh, granted, it was mostly just like grunt labor on the tech side, doing low voltage work, but you get to see some things, right? You get to see how principals run things, and teachers, and counselors, and whatnot, that was when I was younger. Now, today, as a parent, I pay attention to so many different things because I'm a parent. You know, I'm thinking about my kids, thinking about our future, and I want to, I want to know what, what they're getting into. You know, you want to be cautious. And uh, it's unfortunate, and I feel that today the education system is overly political. Um, politics has just, like, really just come in and, like, dictated a lot of how the decisions are made and i I use that word uh precisely not not just loosely no no i'm i'm i have i'm being a wordsmith to say dictates i am choosing that word on purpose because i really feel that the decisions being made by today's public education system is dictated by the government specifically like i mean it's it's dead on from uh from from governors to mayors and everything else in between all the politicians and it's horrible it's horrible because the education system used to be about teaching kids now it's about how to run the system in a way to voice opinions and messages of our cities i mean that's what it's turned into it's another political effort and i i i'm not you know i actually to be honest i don't mind politics i'm not like i don't hate politics i actually think uh there's a lot of of uh good like lessons you can learn by paying attention to politics to me politics is a part of history and i like history and that means that there's good parts and bad parts and in some cases there's a lot more bad than good but modern politics modern meaning current day the way things are ran today is not the way politics was meant to be ran you know it's it's scary the way things are today and and an unfortunate thing is i sound like a conspiracy theorist and i'm not trying to be like I, i i just it's it's out there it's right in front of you you can see how it's dictating our lives we're making decisions based off of politicians that's not how politics was meant to be ran the government was never meant to be a fearmonger or like tell us what to do. It was meant to support and protect and and really assist the people in living their life in their best freedom that we can have. The problem is we 
as much as we blame politicians for taking away our freedoms, realistically, we have abused a lot of our freedoms. We're given freedom of speech. We're given, we're given all these amendments, right? We're told how to live and then, and, and not really told how to live. We're kind of like, hey, these are just like slight guidelines. You, you know, try to stay within these rules so that you can, you know, sh- you can have freedom. And then in the, it, what we end up doing is abusing the junk out of it and, and, and stabbing ourselves. We hurt each other. And uh, that's politics today, man. It's all about stepping on each other's toes. So when my kids were going to to public school, um, the only thing I cared about was GT. That's gifted and talented. And that's because I was in GT. And um, I was a mess in GT. Uh, the timing was not right. Because I was a good kid growing up. And I was smart. I had A honor roll and then A B honor roll like in fifth grade the first time. And I always remember the first time I got under a B. It was like in sixth grade. But my life was flipped upside down going into sixth grade because I had I was going through trauma, like tragedy. My parents had divorced and we were bouncing from house to house and my mom disappeared and my dad was also disappeared, really, even though we lived together. I I didn't see him and I didn't have parents anymore, man. It just kind of overnight happened and I I was a mess and I was I was uh, raised by the streets you know as a total gangster not really absolutely not i mean i uh, maybe some of my friends were all thug but i i just wasn't and but i was in that that was my circle of friends people who lived on the streets and i mean lived on the streets never were home were always out doing horrible things i was 12 years old being involved in drugs and girls you know and that's gross like to think that a 12 and 13 year old can be perverse like i see a 12 and 13 year old today and i think they're they're kids man they're abs- they're children but when i was that age i thought i was a little man you know i was like a, a, a adult like which is not true and anyway what i'm getting at is when i was in gt i felt being a part of gifted and talented the message i received is you're special you're unique you're different and to be more simplistic and dead on you're smarter than everybody that's what you think as a kid when you're being pulled out of class and you're being taught differently and then you come back you 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 see entitlement and privilege is what you see and um now those words are so different today Today, that's all. That's unfortunate. I'm not trying to go on a other rant, but people hear those words and they immediately think about racism. They think about white privilege and you know entitlement for certain groups and yada yada. That's not what I'm talking about because I'm not even white. What I'm talking about is, uh, or Caucasian is the proper term, but I'm I'm not even that. You know, in fact, side note, I'm Hispanic, which isn't even an ethnicity. If you look at documentation, I can't even choose that. It's like, are you all these races and ethnicity groups or are you other? Which is what Hispanic is. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, I appreciate that. I, I mean, whatever that means. Anyway, um, so uh, that was a side note. In the public school system, for me growing up, of course, I did like every other kid. I just followed what was before me. You know, I'm just doing what I'm told because that's what you do as kids. You just do as you're told because you don't you don't think from the outside looking in. The problem is when I 
was in a broken home when my parents divorced and I had to live life in a broken home and without my parents around and no longer having guidance, I started to look at the world from the outside looking in. And GT um, was one of those things that I really broke down as a kid. I, I looked at it and I dissected it in my you know 12 year old mind or at younger than that i was in third or fourth grade when i got in gt so by the time i was in sixth grade about that 11 year old age that was around when it really started to dissect for me but i looked at gt and i thought to myself this is uh ridiculous this is outrageous a gt should not be around it shouldn't exist and it, the reason i thought that is because it made other kids feel left out and it made the kids who were a part of it feel like they were better than everyone. And that's horrible. And I did not like that. I did not like that. And I felt like even though that's not the message they were trying to portray, it's what I received out of it as a kid. And I saw the other kids feel the same way, you know, and we thought of ourselves better than other people. When I went into the real world, into the workforce, I was taught that you work hard to get where you're going. And um, I still believe in that. But something that you learn, especially in corporate world, which is very familiar with the education system, they're pretty much hand in hand the way they operate, is you're taught to step on each other's toes to get ahead. You're taught that if you want this, then you put that guy down so you can go up. And corporate's very unforgiving in that aspect. And in the school system, you see this in GT. You're better. You're elevated. You are taken out. You're privileged and entitled. You are smart. You are unique and different. And you. And why doesn't every kid get this? Oh, well, because they don't learn as fast and yada, yada. And really what it comes down to is we're not willing to take the time with the kid that isn't willing to learn. And it's like, well, as an adult, I get that. Especially as a manager, you look at, at certain employees like, hey, I don't have the resources. I don't have the time and money to spend on you. But it's hard when we're doing that to our kids. And it's, it's unfortunate. If we can pay athletes billions, millions of dollars to entertain us, why can we not do that to take care of every kid on the planet? I know that sounds outrageous, but think about it. There is so much money in entertainment. Why can't we put that towards our future, our kids? No, no, we'd much rather pay an athlete to entertain us so we can wear their clothing as opposed to, you know, putting resources in the education system to help our kids. Why? Because politics are involved and today's politics are corrupt. And when it's corrupt, you don't want to give them resources. So my kids are in charter school. <laughs> I look at the public school system and I didn't take them out right away. But when they started to get in GT, when my daughter, my oldest daughter was given the opportunity to be in GT, I had a bad taste in my mouth. And I thought to myself, this isn't going to work. And... Um, I, I, I gave it a shot. I, you know, I, I let it, I, I gave her a chance and wanted to see how it was going to do. And what happened? Of course, she's a rock star. She's so smart. She's, she's wonderful. And I wasn't satisfied with that. I wasn't okay with that. I invoiced my opinion even said, listen, I get it. I, I have a little bit of arrogance and pride when it comes to my kids. So yeah, I'm biased. 
I know she's a rock star. I know she I'm her parent. Of course, I'm going to say she's better than everybody. But you're her teacher. You're not allowed to say that. (laughs) You need to challenge her and make her feel like she needs to try harder. Do not let her feel complacent. Don't let her feel like she's done that, that, that her barely trying is better than everybody. Don't do that. Don't teach her that teacher that she needs to challenge herself and they wouldn't do that they felt like no she's already she's already she's a natural she's just so good it must come down from her dad and to say that was meant to like you know like that was supposed to be the decision maker oh her dad will give in because he was in gt so he's gonna be no i'm not okay with it because i was a pothead i was smoking and selling marijuana in middle school and I was in GT. Do you see where the problem is? I, I, I was a messed up kid, but I was bright. And that's what I was told. And I was at a field trip in St. Philip's College. I was high. And I remember being there and thinking to myself, I got out of school because I'm in GT. Because they told me to go visit this college to better my future. And I have no interest. But I'm here because I get to skip class. And that was GT for me. It was a way out because I was using my privilege to skip school to do what they asked me to do. And um, that is where I was using my smarts. It was I was using it to benefit myself and not care about anyone around me. And that's a problem. And, um, you know, thankfully, God pulled me out of that. And I look at my kids today and I, I, I'm, I'm not the best parent. I know I'm going to make a lot of bad decisions, um, but I feel like God's going to help me get through all of that. And ultimately, I pulled them out because I just feel like the education system no longer cares about our kids. It's all a political movement. And the real reason I pulled them out without getting into it on this episode, I don't want to talk too much about it, is because the day I was going to go meet the teacher before school started, they did a mask mandate. Um, And the superintendent decided we're going to do this without any kind of reasoning other than we feel like it's okay. Even though politically the climate was it's optional. Things are in a position where we're okay, And the pandemic, although is considered still very alive, according to the news, um, our numbers were actually going down. But they said no mask mandate and and part of the reason we were okay with bringing them back is because it was optional we want to we want to celebrate that freedom of being able to be optional on you know freedom is 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 to be able to make a choice and that's what america gives us and i'm not going to go real deep into it but when they chose that i was like ah man the, the the public school system is more involved in politics than they are our kids and they're trying to present it in a way like we're protecting our kids and blah 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 no man no you're not using any type of statistics to to rule this decision you're just doing it and that's a problem and so i pulled them out and i told my wife we're gonna figure it out and she's amazing and she figured out the charter school and we're there now and it was optional and if we felt the kids were sick they're gonna wear a mask but if if they weren't then you know they're they're fine they're gonna be okay what is that well it's faith i mean it sounds it sounds naive doesn't it it sounds ignorant even but you know the bible says a thousand may fall to your left ten thousand to your right and you're still standing and what is that like does that mean i'm special that i'm unique and i'm different no no it when and biblically it's because you just put your faith in god 
Oh, does that mean it's okay for people to die? People die all the time. Listen, if you get in your car with no insurance and no seatbelt and no horn and and no uh, airbag and everything, you're at are, are you not at high risk to get pulled over and lose your vehicle or get in an accident? Of course you are. So when people try to say like, oh, you're out there, you're going to go get sick. It's like, okay, well, I mean, people, <laughs> you're, you're, pro- you're more prone to get in a car accident if you're in your car all the time. I mean, it's, it's just how it is. Like you're, death is around us all the time. I don't know how else to put it. Um, it's, it flu, the flu can knock out anybody at any time. No one's stopping that. You, take, you can get the vaccine or the flu shot rather. And guess what? You're still prone to probably getting the flu. And I mean, it, yeah, I don't want to go into all of that right now. I just, my, my opinion about it, when it really comes down to it, the public school system, man, it's a circus. It's unfortunate. And I pray for teachers. I do. I genuinely, when I know someone is a teacher, I'm like, you have a hard job. You have a very, very hard job. And I pray for you. I pray for the system. I do pray for the system. I pray for people that are involved and hopefully someday it won't be so political um, or it's going to get worse one or the other and our future is in the hands of these little ones and they're living during a time where they're being told to be in every which direction and I, I pray that God can help help these little ones man to, to have something to stand on something solid and instead of being told by five different forms of authority, this is okay, that's not okay, this is okay, that's not okay. And, and you know, it's so hard. It's so hard for these kids. And as a parent who worries and, and does, I genuinely do worry, I still pray and believe that the only reason, you know, anything's going to work out for, for me personally. I, I, need, I need God, okay? I need a higher power. I need God to come in because I can't be everywhere all the time. I can't be with my children every second of their life, even though I want to be. I just can't. It's physically impossible. And plus, you know, loving my children doesn't pay the bills. I mean, that's just how the world rolls. And um, because of that, I need God. I need God to protect them and be with them because God can be with them every second of their life. The same way he can be with me and with you every second of our lives. And so because of that, I have a faith that says this is going to work out. Even when it's hopeless and it feels like it's not, it will. And I believe that. And I, I look at this public school system and I don't see a difference from politics today. I don't see a difference in the way the government is being ran. And that is a scary thought. So God protect teachers, help them lead them give them a wisdom give them a direction help them to know what to do during these crazy times where no one knows what to do because we desperately need you and i i hope my kids you know i'll pray hand of covering over their lives 